That's cool. DIY is actually mad tight. I think. I love DIY. I love to DIY. I DIY'd almost everything I have. Mm-hmm. And just so that people aren't like freaked out and intimidated by how skilled I am with my with my hands here, these bad boys, I put corporate logos on shit. That's smart. But it's always the Pepsi logo, and sometimes it's actually not that plausible. Like, what Pepsi makes a 60-inch TV, and I'm like, um, yeah, because I don't want to tell them I soldered that shit. Mm-hmm. You made the crystals liquid. Yeah, I liquidized those. I melted those crystals down to a, Shit. to a, to a. It's more of a paste. And mm. what you do is you take some uh, balsa wood and you spread the liquid crystal paste in there, and then you get four active dimming zones. You can buy those at Lowe's. You go up to the person behind the counter. You say, "Give me four active dimming zones." That shit is regulated because active dimming zones are also used to make methamphetamine, mm-hmm. which is a drug. The good thing about a DIY TV is this. Regular TVs, they only include the colors that a human sees. Mm-hmm. But there's actually more colors that even though you're not seeing, you are perceiving. And you can include those colors if you just do it yourself. And if you're ever watching a TV show with that shrimp that can see all those colors. Yeah, exactly. And also as the counterclockwise clockwise polarization. Yeah. It's this broad spectrum. Pistol shrimp. Pistol shrimp. I wanted to say pistol shrimp, but I wasn't confident enough. And you have that confidence. And that brings us right into salad. Yay! Welcome to salad. You might be thinking to yourself, what did I just download? Who are these two men? Well, I'm Brad. I'm Julian. And we're Salad. Salad is a way to think about the world. It's a way to come to terms with what's around you and understand it. Because what's around you, let's face it, it's garbage and it's weird looking. And you're thinking to yourself, what is this weird garbage? Yeah. We're here to help you sort that garbage out and maybe even help you throw some of it away. Because Maybe have a good time doing it. Yeah, maybe even have some fun along the way. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we'll have a few laughs. We might have a few laughs. It is possible that we will have a few laughs. And we might have a few tears. Might have a bad time, too. We could. Not a bad time. I think of tears as... No, yeah, tears are bad, I guess. Well, sometimes tears can be an opportunity. Go on. Well, for example, Mm -hmm. um, suppose you write the world's saddest book. Okay. Uh, The Notebook. Let's suppose that I'm Nicholas Sparks wrote The Notebook. If you write The Notebook, I mean, you can take a page out of Nicholas Sparks' book and monetize that. And that's that's one of the key points to salad is that almost everything can be monetized. And and one of the other things I really want to drive home is that the notebook, if you haven't read that book, oh my god. Oh goodness. It I mean, get ready to cry. Get ready to let, cry more. Think of us as two smart boys. 
mm. who are going to take those bags of trash that you call your life. Just if you were to divide your life up, like, okay, here's my family life. Here's my financial life. Here's my thug life. Here's my... Romance, dating. Sure. Women. Or men. Even Julian. Or even men. You take those and mix them together. Too many people compartmentalize their life. Make your family finance. Make your finances dating. Make your dating work. You know what I'm saying? Make... Make your work home care, make your home care self-care, make your self-care a pizza. You wrap it all together into one blend, and that blend is salad. It's chopping up the components, it's mixing them them together. Because you can have, what are you just going to spoon some tomato sauce into your mouth, have some crust, and then have some cheese? No, you want to slap that mater sauce right on that crust. You yeah. want to take that cheese and you want that to be the top layer. Or you want to inject the cheese into that crust as well. That can also be fun. But what I'm saying, but what we're, what we're saying is if you compartmentalize your life, mm-hmm. you're, a, you're dumb and stop. Yes. I'm going to walk that back a little bit. You're not dumb, but let's just say we're going to make you less embarrassed. Let's stick with pizza for a second. Yes, please. You go to a fine dining. I'm talking premium Michelin mm. starred. I'm, I'm talking multi Michelin. I'm closing my eyes and picturing it. Okay, smell the food. Wow. Breathe in. You're sitting at the table. It's crisp. It's clean. You're wearing a nice suit. You're there with a beautiful woman. Right? You get a 12-course meal. Course one, amuse-bouche. Wow. Course two? little piece of lettuce you eventually hit pizza around six or seven p.m you go to a master you go to a an absolute master right you get a pizza it's a fun pizza it is deconstructed right it is a line of bread and a line of paste and a line of paste and a line of cheese right I mean, that's what Anthony Bourdain has has said over and over so yes it's deconstructed it's immaculate And it's a whole fun thing. Like, oh, I'm used to eating it as a slice. They've really made me think about pizza in a different way. You go home, you try to make that yourself. You're going to mess it up. You're not a master. You're not a gastronomist. You're not a gastronomer. You're not a gastronomologist. You don't know how to do that shit. You're not Anthony Bourdain. You're going to mess it up. But we are Anthony Bourdain's. That's right. That's the thing. And if you don't understand what's in the pizza, you'll never make the pizza right. Because you'll be like, okay, what's a pizza? It's everything at once. I guess I'll put it all together. Oh, that's wrong. Oh, I guess it's all different things. I guess I'll make 10 different things. No, that's wrong too. You you make them one at a time, and then you put them all together, and that's what a pizza is. Okay? That's what salad is also. And now you know what pizza is. Right away, you can take one of those life trash bags and yeah, just... clean that one out. It, look, yeah, take it to the curb. Take it to the curb. And if your neighbor comes out and starts yelling at you because, first of all, just has a problem with you in general, you don't take good care of your lawn, but also because you can't just throw a bag of trash in the street on a Sunday when the trash pickup is until Tuesday, 
tell him that it's a metaphor. Yeah. And that while there is real trash in there, this is an important part of your growth process. And that if he keeps raising his voice, he's going to get a smack. A big part of salad is incorporating metaphors into your into life and saying, yes, I'm doing this in the real world, but it is a metaphor. And that's a big part of our show as well, incorporating metaphors. Incorporating metaphors at sort of a high level. Yes. Bring them down to a low level. And that is a metaphor for how the show is going to impact you. But it is also a real thing on the show that we are going to be doing. People take everything so literally. Yes. And that's where they get fucked. That's where they get fucked. That's where they get fucked. If you want to know where they get fucked, it's because they look at a chair and think, oh, this is a chair. This is where I sit down. No, a chair can be a lot of things. A chair can be your emotional support. Yes. Because life, you're too weak. Life is weighing you down so much that you need to rest that patootie. Anytime I look at anything, I think, how does that generate value? Yes. How am I using that to generate value? I look at a chair. I think, how do I use this chair to generate value? Exactly. Exactly. You know? Metaphors are profit if you're doing it, right? Yeah. We're not not talking about a chair here. No, we're not talking about a chair. Newsflash. There's no chair. Stop even thinking about a chair. Right? It's It's not what it is. When Walt Whitman. Oh, my God. The master. Wrote poem talking about snow here i'll i actually know it by heart so look at me here i am and this field's all full of snow i guess i'll walk around bravo so what are you saying in that poem when walt whitman refers to snow in that great great poem he's using snow as a metaphor for sick ass fat wads of cash. Yes, thank you. And that's the genius of Walt Whitman is because he was looking at this big pile of words that he had, and he was like, "Well, these words are garbage. They don't mean anything." He was like, "How can I change these words to generate value? I'm going to look at these words. I'm going to generate value from them." And so he put them together to a poem, which he could sell. He said, "I'm taking these words, which are individual slices of pizza. I put them together to make a circle of pizza. I sell that." And that's how Walt Whitman invented pizza and poems in the same afternoon. Yeah, that's how we invented salad. And that's exactly. Not not literally. Again, this is a metaphor. No, this is a metaphor. If you thought that, that was real, we're going to take you to analogy school. Strap in. An- analogy school, well, I guess it is like a pizza. Here's the thing. I, Julian, let me, yeah. Julian, let me stop you. What I just did there. Oh, shit. Is I, yeah, exactly. Yep. You know what's coming is I played a filthy trick on my friend. And it didn't feel good, but it was necessary to show that even the smartest, most handsome people can be fooled into thinking that something's real, even though it was just an analogy. Because obviously when I said that, I, I, it's okay, buddy. Don't beat yourself up. But I didn't mean literally analogy school. What I meant, yeah, that's obvious. Is let me ask you this, Julian. Where do you process analogies? What part of your body? I guess if I'm processing an analogy, I would usually start with my brain to do that. Oh, your brain. Where? Where is that? Well, if I'm thinking about my brain, I suppose it's 
in the sort of top part of my own head. Which is where your mind also lives. Oh, my God. So you need to... Can you slow that down? Yeah. So, okay. So the brain has five little burrows. Go on. There's uh, where you think about sex and boobs mm-hmm. or balls. The part that processes physical pain, but just like rug burns. Yep. And when you stub your tongue, go, ouch. I forget the third one, but it's actually not super important. The fourth is the abstract, and we'll get into that. But the fifth is where you can harness your true potential. And we're going to show you how to make that one-fifth of your brain. People only use one-fifth of their brain 20% of the time in 15 years of their life. That's a fact. That's only... That's only 4%. That's only 4. That's impressive right there. You'll be able to do that if you stick with this podcast. You'll be able to do math. So nice. And once you take that fifth of your brain and you make it the whole thing, you can do anything you want to anyone whenever. And the same is true of your legs. Almost everyone only uses one-fifth of their legs. If you start using your whole leg, game over. You you'll be you'll be Mr. Bolt. You start using your whole fists, you'll be Mike Tyson. People only use one fifth of everything. Mike Tyson is a bit of a dated reference. I think I think the good reference there would be me. Yes. Because I've won the Golden Glove the past four or five years. Right. Well, and I won that hot dog eating contest. You did win that hot dog eating contest. You you, you start using more than one-fifth of your stomach. You start using more than one-fifth of your abs, your chest. Packs, you know. yeah. You start using more than one-fifth of your lips. You'll play the trumpet like Louis Armstrong. You'll be able to kiss with the best of them. Yeah. I mean, trumpet here was a metaphor. Exactly. People are... So many people stop at one-fifth. One-fifth of their earning potential. One-fifth of the value they generate. If you start generating another four-fifths of value, you've pentupled your value generation. You pentupled that shit. Uh, look around yourself right now. Not you, Julian. Because when you look okay. around, you're, see- you're seeing what I want the people who are listening and watching to eventually see, which is the sickest... The most fly mansion, like in a movie where there'd be a pool party scene. Think about a movies with like a big fun pool party scene. Somebody's DJing. It's like that kind of party. Glass walls. You're DJing your own party. Yeah. That. You're like, oh, I'm doing this. It's easy. Move on. That's your house pentupled. And you're going to have that house if you just stick with us mm-hmm. which obviously you should do because that's a sick ass house oh my god and i hope you're a good dj but if not i'll tell you what songs are the dopest it starts with listening i mean people only listen one fifth of the time that's proven that's that's been proven that there's a study about that and when people speak which is usually what people are listening to that or you know music or like dolphin yep. sounds Yep. People only use, get this, one-fifth of their mouth. No. 
Are you serious? Yeah. People only use one fifth of that. You got a whole big mouth in there. You got teeth and everything. You can be using that to speak truth to power. So Brad, if I'm listening and I'm using my whole brain to understand you. Yes. Then what you're saying is people are talking all the time and they're only doing it one fifth of the way and it's stupid garbage. Take it to the curb. Julian, you hit five-fifths of the nail on the head. Drive it all the way in. One hit. Let's build a house. Let's build a mansion. Oof. Okay? And once we build that mansion, let's throw a fun party. Oh, I think I'm only going to invite one-fifth of my friends. Well, that's a strange thing to do, Julian. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. Is that generating optimum value for my party? Oh, I guess, uh, oh, wait. Oh, well, if I only use one-fifth of my connections. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe I'm only generating one-fifth of the value for my party. I'm sorry. Your party could be way more valuable. It could be five times better. And make five times the profit. Five times, exactly. Thank you. This is the mixing of party and business. Have a business party. Have a, make your life a business party. People say, don't mix business with pleasure. Guess how many fifths of their brain they're using. Two? No. One fifth. Oh my God. So mix business and pleasure. What do you get? Exercise. Because... If you're going to get the perfect mind, which if you've been listening so far, you're well on your way and mazel tov, congrats, you got to get that body tight Mm -hmm. because you can be the smartest man in the world, but if you don't have a nice, good bod, then people are going to try to drown you, which brings us all the way back to the story of my friendship with Julian.